Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, my talkers, it's Thursday. We're almost to the weekend. The full crew is in-house today. Lori and Julia here are to, here Excuse me, to take you guys through this little small winter storm we've got. So sit back and let's have a little fun. All right, and before we have a little fun, we just have to acknowledge uh, what's going on in the world, which is that Putin ordered Russian forces to invade Ukraine last night. And overnight... Russian forces began um, blasting their way through three different cities in Ukraine and they um, staged from Crimea, Crimea, which Russia took back like in 2014. It's very scary. Everyone is trying to figure out what is Putin's end game? What is he really trying to do with this move? And we don't know, but it's dangerous. And I think everyone should pray for the people of Ukraine. Right. And last night, the Brandenburg Gate... In Germany and the mm-hmm. Arctic Triumph did their colors in yellow and blue, the Ukrainian, because I mean, this is just dangerous. It's yeah. just wildly scary and dangerous. So just pray for the Ukrainian people and the strength of NATO and that uh, it's just Putin is flat out a dan- dangerous man. He really is. Yeah, he really is. So anyway, just just uh, it, well, it happened. People yeah. are anxious about it. I and would it, agree. And and it's going to affect people in a lot of different ways. Probably number one way, gas prices will, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, oh, yeah. really go up. But really? Julia, to turn we can just to turn a it. We're going to turn that frown upside down and talk about our amazing awards we're giving out all week here at my talk. Listen, I was worried about you representing on the my talkies because you had an epic migraine yesterday oh, beyond and i have never had one uh-huh. but you have told mm-hmm. me that sometimes it can be 24 to 48 hours really before this you 24. feel better is that all it's 24 yeah okay. but you get that like the, you get the 24 but then the next day i call it the hangover the 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 um uh-huh. migraine hangover you still have that headache for like i at couldn't least believe by after. last night it wasn't gone yet but you know i so you i have medication but every time i take it i puke and then uh, i puke the rest of the day because it doesn't it just whatever all i'll say I'm about fine. you is you sounded faint your voice was very faint. It was you were the least loud of the radio personalities this morning. This morning. I was. Yes. Well, I guess my phone because I had it right on the table in front of me. Oh, you don't have a landline. Who has a I landline? Do. Casey and I have a landline. <laughs> okay. My okay. dad, my mom. Okay. I know. I don't have a landline. Yeah, and my mom and you and I your parents. I haven't had a landline. It. It comes, it, it's in included since I've been divorced. Our Comcast, you know, it's included with it. So we've just kept the number. And, sure, but you haven't moved 19 times like I have in the yes. past eight years and gone through with some but different things. But that's why you sounded faint. Oh, really? My Between phone? Between the phone and the migraine. Oh, because I was right there. I know, but I was straining. 
to hear you. I was well, like, the biggest on. shock of the morning, I'm okay. just going to say. Um, I think we have audio okay, for Grant. the categories. Yeah, so which one are we going to go over? Musical well, winner, cr- uh, crush winner, or? Well, let's just do, let's, all right, let's do reality show of the year. Okay, do we want to do, the montage is about two minutes. So right. No, that's too long. Let's yeah, just do the is. winner. Let's get the winner. For the montage, for reality? Just tell us who the category okay. nominees were. The category, well, um, I'll have to pull that up. Musical Artist it? of the Year. No, the, tell us the reality oh. shows. The reality show of the year. So here were the nominees. Okay, there that's we what we wanted. Okay. And then I'll give the winner. Curse mm-hmm. of Oak Island, I'd never heard of. Love it. Mm-hmm. That's on the History Channel. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, and it's a reality show. Yeah. Yes, it's Donnie, about- it's been on air for nine seasons. It's amazing. And they just... They they made they made some strides this season, but they're looking for some lost treasure. Is this a guy show? It's a guy show. They're a bunch sure. of gentlemen digging for lost treasure <laughs> on, on an island right okay. outside of Nova Scotia. All right, and it's fantastic. Kenny nominated this. Okay, Brilliant. actually, it sounds good. It actually kind of does. Um, the next one from Don and Steve was Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, that was very good this year. Colleen and Bradley did the Thousand Pound Sisters. Oh my gosh, like, is there such a show? Yes, there is. That is a terrible we, show. We <laughs> did the Real Housewives <laughs> Ultimate Trip. Oh, Ultimate Girls Trip. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And then My Talk Academy did the Bachelorette. And the only reason I thought maybe ours might have a chance. Not even, a, not even, I know. We came well, in hold on. Hold Let's on. see. Let's see. Let's see who won. All right. Oh, crap. Ryle Kenny from the Snowblower catalog he's leafing through. His show won. This is the first My Talk Award wow. for the Curse of Oak Island and the first time Kenny truly feels seen on the Jason and Alexis show. Good job, everyone. That's so funny. The snarky comments about the awards are brilliant. B. Arthur and Marco, whoever did them, they're yeah. so, so good in... Jason does such a good job being the MC of this. I mean, it's really yeah. good. The gamble that I was taking by picking Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip was the fact that it was a short season, a yeah. short run, like five yeah. or six episodes. It was only one week in time, so there wasn't a lot of time for any of the drama. I mean, I really was looking that needed to be named. Short attention span reality. One hundred percent, and I didn't even make it through all of the right. week. I, I mean, I'm I, intrigued to try I, uh, the Curse of Oak Island. Yeah, I, I thought so too. So, Grant, why do you like this show? Because it's like a bunch. It's what every kid, every male as a kid, or even females, yeah, I guess, yeah, we yeah. all went searching in the woods for lost like pieces Treasures. of metal and right. treasure. Yeah. And there's this um, treasure that's been buried there, according to records. It was from a story from Reader's oh Digest. The guy found it in Reader's Digest as a kid, and he's been enamored with it so these two brothers who have an energy company a winery they're from michigan they've they have been doing this for nine, nine years. years and they've okay. gathered all these archaeologists right. they've dug up the amount they found a cross from the 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 the, the knights templar the circle of the, the the what is that of uh, the knights templar i mean they have found stuff that dates all the way back to like you know the potentially the the, the ark of the covenant you know like really? it's 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 intriguing, and there's this legend that eight people or nine people have to die before the treasure's found, and seven have died in search oh of this treasure. Okay, that, and then this those two like would be drama. the last two. It's awesome. More it is, than, and then okay. So what's that, our next category? The next. Well, first of all, we came in dead last. We the Bachelor even beat us, and then um, the musical artist of the year went to. I was surprised by this. Okay, but who are our nominees? Olivia Rodrigo, Adele, Little Nas X. Lil Nas X, Harry Styles, and Megan Thee Stallion. Okay, who's Who do you think won? Are you sure it says Adele in the envelope, Alexis? My script says congratulations to Kapamo Beamer, Julia's beloved Hawaiian dinner theater (laughs) nose flautist. That's probably a typo. 
Congratulations, Adele. Adele? Adele won again. My, that yeah. is, I thought that was the, the weakest. Weak. It should have been Styles, Lil Nas X, Olivia Rodrigo, not we, Adele for writing a bunch won. of bad songs and then canceling. Lori, you loved her music when it first came out. Not this album. Not though. this, not this album. album. No. Okay. No. Out of those other, I, I'm offended on behalf of the Academy. Well, Adele <laughs> has won twice now. Yeah. No. I'm a bad. Who nominated Adele? Stephen Donna. All right, then crush of the year. Okay. Here we go. Um, Adele, okay. Jason Alexis, Gene Smart, Don and Steve, Zach Efron, Colleen and Bradley, Reggae, John, John Page. R- Reggae, John Page. Yes. And then um, My we... Talk Academy did Zendaya. Okay. I hope we did Reggae. Well, Jean I don't Page. know. Here, yeah. let's listen. This is Sexy McBackside's second talkie award this week. <laughs> and my second chance to direct you to Bridgerton episode 6, <laughs> minutes 11 through 15, and 48 to 50. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. So we had him in two different categories, and he won like Adele's one twice. Yeah. yeah. So we have, so as far as... Our taste for good-looking men remains un. It really does. It really does. It does. So Colleen and Bradley have four Maitakis because they cheated with Betty White. Oh, yeah, they sure did. (laughs) Um, They went with the Sympathy Dead vote. Right. Of an icon. And the publationship that is not a publationship that really... Benefer. Yeah. Then they won for... um, what other? They've, they've I'm got on tomorrow, more. Julia, and I'm coming prepared with numbers. Yes. So if I do need to use them to prove a point, because remember, I've gone to the school of law and order. And um, so what are your options even? Viral Internet it, thing of the year. Yep. Um, For tomorrow? Yes. Yeah. Internet so moment of the year, comedy of the year. And breakout start. All right. Yeah. And I forget who's on. Rocco and Bradley will join you tomorrow. Oh, it's going to be a testosterone fest. It is. <laughs> it's going to be fun. You'll have fun. And it really. And it's at 8 o'clock. 8 yeah, 8 to yeah 9. that's fun. I, I've, They're it's really been fun. really enjoyable. It has been. It has and been. It just the clever um, writing by B. Arthur and, and Rocco. Rocco. I mean, it's oh. been very clever. It's yeah. been funny. You know what? We, we like. To give them opportunities to shine because they're the below the line people. And those are the people who are getting cut from the Academy Awards. Did you hear that yesterday? (laughs) The sound, the fashion, the editing, all the writing, all the things that go into making everything great. These people are B. Arthur. Are they would not Rock be Royale. recognized? They would not be seen. They would not put on their gowns and it rub was, shoulders really... with Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston. It's and, a shame, you know. It's just it really made me mad yesterday. But that was yesterday, and we're on to something new today. But we're not mad about this next story. Oh, really? No, All we're right. not. It's kind of exciting. We'll be right back. Lori's just waxing, uh, telling me what she finished 1885 or whatever. 1883, nine episodes. Ah. And and she's so grateful that she never remembers when she was alive during that period. I'm glad that I never had to cross the Oregon Trail as an immigrant or a displaced uh, lady from the East Coast going across the country. You're telling me I'm so grateful I don't have a memory of that time in my life. She's such a nut. Well, you lived through the last three years, so, you know. She's a nut, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I guess I like the slow poeticness of that show. And I love a Western and Sam Elliott. It is... It, I think it's going to have better legs the second season because they did spend... If I had one critique, 
we're in a hurry. We've got to get to this certain pass before yes. the snow flies. Yes. And they, I swear, they went three miles in nine <laughs> weeks. Okay. <laughs> I mean, and one of them included crossing a river. But yeah, that oh, took yeah. like no, we got two rivers. Oh, geez. Anyway, yeah. but, but, uh, I, yeah, yeah, I, Casey and I both, we stuck with it. And you know what was the beautiful thing about that show? Just once a week. Well, yeah, that is that when a show is as boring as watching molasses. uh, That's right. That's right. That's good. Okay, so we would usually grant we would be gone. We would be gone. Well, this show would have happened a month ago. Yeah, whatever. But so when that would happen, would you guys do your show from there? And then yes. Donnie we would, would have been here. Yes. on a Wednesday night, broadcast from Burbank or Sherman Oaks on a Thursday, Friday, get our credentials, go out, go out, go out. Saturday, <laughs> um, go out, shop, be seen, do things, go Sweet. out, go out, go out, go out, go out. Mm-hmm. Sunday, spend you know a good four or five hours getting ready for the SAG Awards, and then and then going spend down twenty the, hours oh. waiting for it to happen. Yeah, yeah. go to the Shrine Auditor, and then come home on like a, a six a.m. flight. Mm-hmm. Only a couple times did we have to do that. And then the you would come back and do the show on Monday? Yes. On Monday, Oh, yeah. wow. That'd be a long and day from Sunday to Monday. So last year there was just a SAG Award that was just done on television, yeah, TNT, TBS. Mm-hmm. And then this year, in July, they announced that this, the 28th Annual Screen Actor Guild Awards would be on February 27th. Everything had, they had decided that based on what was going on with COVID and that, that it would not be at the Shrine Auditorium, but at the Barker Hangar in Santa Monica, because it's, it's, Open. It, it's a big, it's a big hangar. It's, mm-hmm. It has, has a lot of corporate events and stuff, but it's, that's where the Indie Spirit Awards are, <laughs> but it's very casual. And the Shrine Auditorium, even though it's an old building and everything, they make it so elegant, the decor. I mean, it's dazzling, mm-hmm. you know. And even from our first year, we were just like kind of amazed. You know, we didn't even have to stand behind a bush. Too bad they cut on dust that way. Everybody, they like parted. <laughs> Grant, yeah, it's just it used to be just mingle on the red carpet and pretend to be one of the people. Oh, that would have, yeah. Been. But anyway, it's this weekend, and uh, they it's are Sunday. It's Sunday, but it's virtual for the press. It's like if they're going to have a red carpet, there might be E, and then a half a football field away might be extra, and then another might be TNT. They're they're going to have very little. They're going to have a limited amount of camera. They're not going to mm-hmm. have. People standing, but they have a lot of people that are going to be there. A lot yes. of the stars are going. So uh, we're watching to, it. We're DVRing yep. this, and I will watch E whether or not and E will have, but it will be, you know, those guys will love it. Mm-hmm. You know, E right. and whoever else has. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We are all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off.
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The live red carpet, I suppose TBS and TNT might possibly. But um, if you remember, now one of the things that has always been a treasured memory of each and every single award show that we've been at, and this is our second one we're missing, so... We're not getting used to it, just so people know. But it, the opportunity to meet the Lifetime Achievement Award winner. We've met everyone. Miracle. James Garner, Edward Asner, uh, Betty White, Shirley Temple. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. I mean, just it's. Wow. Yeah, we met it, some cool people. That's cool. We have to play, nine. Let's play some montages, though, on Friday. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to have it rock. But Helen Mirren is getting the award this year. Julia. And she's one of the first people that we kind of talked to on the red carpet, and she showed us her shoes. She was so delighted to talk to us. Uh, Grant, we were lowest on the totem pole, right we before the, the door. Yeah, we were, we were the by the door. But it was you actually perfect. You, yeah, because yeah. They, everyone kind of ended up stopping by the end of the door. Yeah. They'd run into They'd people. they so. up there. Yeah. Uh, bottleneck, a little she bottleneck She showed us her action. great shoes that she always wears, this Lucite platform stripper, stripper shoes. Because they're the most comfortable thing, and it gives her height because she's super yeah. short. Well, here's what Helen Mirren has to say about being awarded the 57th Lifetime Achievement Award at the Screen Actor Guild. Whereas without being fakely humble, there is a sort of I am not worthy kind of feeling. Like me? No, you're kidding. Surely. I mean, why? I haven't done enough, or, or have I've done a lot but not done it well enough, or, you know, just sort of... It, it brought up a wealth of sort of weird self-criticism, but um, at, at the same time as a sort of an incredible feeling of, 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 of kind of acceptance, I guess, by your fellow actors. And, and that's the most important thing to me is, is the fact that it's coming from my fellow actors. And uh, America has met, meant a great deal to me. You know, my husband's American. Most of my family live in America now. And, and certainly... Um, a lot of my my um, achievements in my career have come thanks to America. My yeah. personal journey through my professional life um, of getting to a point. You know, Kate Winslet is presenting yes, it is. to her, and uh, Lynn Manuel, Miranda, Leslie Odom Jr., and David Diggs are going to do an opening number from Hamlet Hamilton. Yeah, whether it's- or not it's a Hamilton or it's a created thing, and. Gaga, Leonardo DiCaprio, Will Smith are among some of the presenters. It's going to be fun. And then the other thing I thought was Mm -hmm. cool is on the next day, it's going to be on HBO Max. Oh, no commercials. So if you want to do that. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Well, this was one of the My Talkie nominations. Uh, Bad Bad Habits Habits. did not win, but the My Talk Academy did nominate uh, Bad Habits. uh, For Best Song of the Year. What song did win? Um... Easy on me, Adele. Easy on me. It I was. Think. It was. Yes, that's her second one. Yeah, yeah. we were really mad because I thought it should have been like any of the other ones because it was a very close between Jason, they our had, team. Yep. Leave the door open, Bruno Mars, Anderson Park. Us. Good it, for you and Butter by BTS. Yes, yes, those three were all in like the like mid twenties. Right. 
And yeah, that that flipping easy on which me. which was kind of pointed out in the uh, award the 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 production that they put together how it's played every two minutes here on the on station. This station we so, played it every, every other second. Which one, easy on me? Easy oh, yeah. on me. Yeah. Oh. So that's why they're like, yeah, thank yeah, you for yeah. picking a song that was and played good every for two you minutes. Was being played a lot, but it was more of a summer and fall. Right. They sort of took it out. Same with butter. Yeah. We're gonna have to have a talk with our uh, you know people. Who we were just praising a minute ago, so I'm not going to say anything about you with that one. I don't even know what we're talking to him about, but okay. Um, By the way, we did, when we were talking about the Screen Actor Guild Awards, which is airing um, on uh, TBS and TNT on Sunday. 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. But um, we posted some of the great fashion that we've seen over the years. And it's kind of a fun um, retrospective of fashion. And the one that I vividly remember that's posted on that montage is the year after Lapido Nuango won. And she wore, maybe it was the year she won. I can't remember, I but it was, like it was a turquoise encrusted gown. That wasn't the one she won in. Okay. Because the one she so won that was, was the a lighter year. blue one. Yes, so it that was had... the next year when she presented and we were yes. just like so dazzled. And it might have been the year we had our... Yes. We still have those. I know, but I'm just saying, I feel like we had a moment with her over our turquoise. I love it. Oh, gosh, Grant. We've, Lori. But I might have a cluttered memory with all these (laughs) red carpets. You think? With all the red carpets. And then Lori wouldn't do anything. Oh, Julia, I would. She. Julia, I was as. Listen. Grant, she didn't maintain the recording thing or the photos. Okay, so one time I screwed up on that. And yes, the photos. It's hard to take pictures when I like to drink in with my eyes. I have better memory. (laughs) Yes. You made that point yesterday. Yes. And Julia, you. No one can out yell you. You have a voice because is, of your brothers. This is like one such a great title for me. Where loudest yeller? You are voice that carries. I you do have, have the voice, voice that, that carries. Ca- I people really have do. heard you on E. People have heard you on other outlets. You have made us weekly overheard at the red carpet screaming. Justine, Justine Bateman to Jason Bateman and getting his snarky response. No one <laughs> can out yell you. It's one of your red carpet. Lucky charms. Well, because everyone's yelling. Everyone is yelling. Yeah. You know, I know. I had the picture of George Clooney that you got from your friend that was his first original headshot. And I used that to yell at him. And the minute you saw him, then you went in on the George, 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 drowning out the bank of photographers that were next to us. And he came right over to us. We had some. We had some fun. He Grant. should have us just be on the red carpet, getting <laughs> people to them. But I suppose people, publicists, don't want anymore. them to talk I to know. E. They do. That's the problem. They totally do. Okay, so um, Julia, yes, because sir. I know you were busy doing the My Hockey Awards this morning, you missed maybe one of the most riveting interviews I think we've seen on morning television in quite a while, and it was. It was done by none other than Hoda Kotb. And in a way, I'm glad Hoda handled this conversation. And it's with Helena Hutchins, the woman, the cinematographer who was killed on the set of Rust. Yes. It was her husband. And Helena Hutchins is from the Ukraine. She immigrated here. I don't know if it was to go to school or whatever. Right. But 
Savannah usually does the big get interviews. Savannah's off this week. But they taped this because they've been promoting this. And maybe, you know, Helena's husband, I'm sorry, I can't think of his name. I have it in front of me. I want to say Ian. Matt. Matt Matt, Hutchins. Matt Hutchins. Anyway, but Hoda did the interview with him, and it was right at 7.30. And it's the first time that... um, uh, Helena's husband, Matt, has spoken to anyone right. about losing his wife in this tragic way on the set of a movie. They've been together for 16 years. They have a nine-year-old son. So first they talked about, you know, having to tell him and how his little boy didn't believe him. And right. how, of course, Sad. like anybody with a death, but this is a, an especially tragic right. death, every event is tears, 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 birthdays, Christmas, oh. this, first, everything. You know, grief so, just comes and goes whenever it wants anyway. Unbelievable. So yeah. he talked quite a bit about that with Hoda. And then he, she showed a picture and showed photos of the two of them. And um, so young and cute. So young and cute. But mm-hmm. like she, in her 40s, you could tell she decided to cut her hair and platinum blonde it. And she just looked completely different than her you know, 30-year-old self with long brown hair. And, I mean, he felt like you were really getting to know her. And he's just, the, the love for his wife. And she shows a photo of, uh, they're in mass, but he's getting a hug from Alec Baldwin at the memorial service that happened in, wherever it was in New Arizona. Mexico. New, Mexico, New Mexico, excuse me. Yep. So that's where the audio picks up okay. with Hoda and okay. Matt Hutchins. Alec Baldwin... Um, called you afterwards, and it was an embrace and a meal. What? Tell me what that was like. Well, I feel like to understand that moment, you have to remember the the shock we were in. And I spoke with Mr. Baldwin, and was just looking for a way through the storm. Was did he seem distraught during that time? There were a lot of emotions, for sure, on both sides. Hutchins, who's filed a civil suit against Baldwin and other producers and crew members on the film, now expressing outrage with Baldwin's recent interview, where he says the actor shifted blame over the death of his wife, Helena. I feel that that, uh, someone is responsible for what happened, and I can't say who that is, but I know it's not me. Uh, But watching him, I just felt so angry. Just so angry to see him talk about her death so publicly in such a detailed way and then to not accept any responsibility after having just described killing her. He said essentially he felt grief but no guilt. Almost sounds like he was the victim. (laughs) And hearing him blame Helena in the interview and, and shift responsibility to others and and seeing him cry about it I just feel like, are we really supposed to feel bad about you, Mr. Baldwin? Mm-hmm. So do you think that the, the majority of the blame lays on Alec Baldwin? The idea that the person holding the gun, causing it to discharge, is not responsible is absurd to me. Every individual who touches a firearm has a responsibility for gun safety. But gun safety was not the only problem on that set. There were a number of industry standards that were not practiced and there's multiple responsible parties 
And then, of course, the interview that they played was Alec Baldwin sitting down on ABC with George Stephanopoulos. And we all watched it. We were appalled at him. He literally wanted to just get it out there because people didn't like him in the moment and get it out there that it wasn't him. That it wasn't his fault. And he kept and he described in great detail how Helena kept saying, lower the gun, gun, lower the gun like this, lower like that. And he very much gave a lot of details. He cried about it. And we all. And when he said that, that he didn't have any responsibility at all. I'm like, what? He didn't feel any uh, guilt. guilt. But how, how I would feel a guilt if I was even on the same set. But the, I mean, I, and I think we played some of it, Grant, if I'm remembering it correctly. And we were like, why is he blaming her? Why is he sounding like we should feel wham, 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 poor Alec Baldwin? Mm-hmm. Why is he doing this interview in the first place? He already knows he's going to get sued. It's like what. It's ego, Laurie. Oh. It's the Prince Andrew ego. Why did he go out and go rogue and have to have an interview? I would, Why did he, Alec Baldwin need to? It's their ego. They can't handle not being liked. They want people. They want to explain it to get their site out there. Yeah, even I, when it was all being under, everything was being worked on behind the scenes. I mean, again, to Matt Hutchins, Tahota. I was just so angry to see him talk about her death so publicly in such a detailed way, and then to not accept any responsibility after having just described killing her and then to see him blame her shift responsibility and cry about it well and he that really i bet that made him well we were angry on his behalf stupid and you know i think about how bob saget's family this past week has tried really hard not to get out any of the information about how he died because it's too painful for them to relive mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And there's not anyone sitting down having a very one-on-one interview and someone who is directly in the moment there. Yes. So this is twice removed, but to watch someone sit and talk about your wife like that in detail, how they died. And that, I think, is why he went ahead with the money for his lawyers to do the recreation of in that church, the shooting scene that the The animated animated thing, Matt Hutchinson, Alec Baldwin, not only gave very detailed to George Stephanopoulos, he probably did in the interview. And as one of our listeners reminded us the other day, remember how long it took Alec Baldwin to turn over his phone? Oh, to like the two Santa months. Fe de police, like two months, three months. It was three months, yeah. It was, it's so something. It, He's he just. It was really Hoda was so good, and he like I don't know. I mean. He is a lawyer, so, I mean, he's... Matt obvi- Hutchinson is a lawyer? Matt Hutchins is, is a lawyer, lawyer okay. but he does, like, patent right. law or right. something like that. He doesn't do, but you can just tell that, that the time time is gone and, and you know, I don't know. It was just a really, really compelling interview, mm-hmm. and I was glad that, you know, that he said that about Alec Baldwin because maybe that can be a lesson for some people who when they like sometimes you just do need to just sit down and shut up and not say anything and sit in it and sit in it no matter how uncomfortable it it is because that is super hard you know and 
Everyone we, has their own thing they have to sit in. Nothing we were going to this. crazy over that, and it did come back. He just and- doesn't make sense. His he has a hot head, and he has an ego. And but I imagine know- how furious you'd be if oh. you were her family and you saw him and, on TV. I- Outraged. Outraged. Talking about how your wife died blow by blow, minute by second by and second. And it's kind of her fault. Because yeah. she's the one who kept telling me to point yeah. the gun lower. Oh, we were going nuts. All right, listen, we come back. Um, well, we don't know what we're going to have for you, but it is a chef's surprise. <laughs> I love that song by Cheap Trick. Such a great classic rock and roll song. Such a good yes. song. I mean, isn't that, Mommy? Oh, it's just fantastic. such a great song. And yep. they are opening for Rod Stewart at the Target Center Friday, July 8th. We're going to be giving away tickets in the 5 o'clock hours. So just uh, wanted and to... Tickets go- Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. On sale tomorrow. Tomorrow. That's right. Tomorrow. Anyway, I love a two-for-one bill. Because oh, yeah. I go see Cheap Trick by himself. By themselves. Yeah. I mean, did you guys announce last week that Bonnie Ray and Mavis Staples are playing at the St. Cloud, that amphitheater? No, no. we didn't. Oh, you guys. Well, when you're not here, you're our music, music queen. I know. They are playing. It's a summer date. I can't think of it, out, but it's that Wait Park. Yeah, it's supposed to be cool. And it's yeah. Mavis Staples. And she opened for Bonnie Ray. I know. And when they played at the State Fair, mm-hmm. and that was an amazing show. An amazing night. And a memorable night. Of action in the crowd. That's right, Joy. So it would be a time to book your weekend getaway in St. Cloud or wherever <laughs> there's the closest hotel is to Wait Park. <laughs> but it's a summer date. Oh, yeah, fun. Okay, so um, before we get to the other story, which I was oh my gashing about in the you double sat and just did oh my gosh, oh my oh gosh, my gosh, oh my gosh. Okay. Like, what is happening? Well, first, I just want you to know. About a movie that's going to be happening called 80 for Brady. Yeah, I saw this. Okay, and it's Tom Brady is the movie. He's putting money in it, but it is about these four women who go to see him play at a Super Bowl in 2017. Sounds hysterical. Okay, and the four women are are, uh, Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, Rita Moreno, Mm -hmm. who is 90 and was the best thing in West Side Story, and Sally Field and Sally is old friends with Jane Fonda, but who was originally going to be the Rita Moreno character? Carol Burnett. Why didn't she do it? Why doesn't Carol? It's because of her face. Uh, The original quad started with Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, Carol Burnett, and Julie Andrews. Totally fun. What happened? In the fall, this was the cast. But in the history of deals of in Hollywood, changes happen all the time. This is from Roger Friedman at Showbiz 411. 
And Carol Burnett and Julie Andrews are friends from way back. And but you know Sally Field and Rita Moreno are are taking their spots. Some kind of but, scheduling. Oh no, because didn't I didn't work out. Oh my gosh, I want to see Carol Burnett. I mean, you're trying to get people to follow her on Twitter. Yes, I know. I would. I don't know what happened with the scheduling, but that was it. That's who it was going to be. But <sighs> but Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, Rita Moreno, Sally Field. No one's turned up their nose at that. No. It's a road trip. About these four women who totally are close to 80 or 80 who love football. Totally fun. Lifelong love dream it. to go to Super Bowl. And Tom Brady will be a cameo and he's a producer. <laughs> they're going to run into him and they're just going to drool all over him. It'll you be know, some fun little thing like so that. And so little compared yeah. to him. It'll be cute <laughs> that, cool. yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, if you haven't watched Inventing Anna yet, um, you may consider this next story spoilers ahead. It's a true story that has been out there and in the tabloid since 2017. So yes. Anna Delvey, the G- fake German heiress, is what this inventing Anna on Netflix, nine-part series. You Shonda, just finished it. Just, I just finished it. You finished it like the weekend sure, it came yeah. out. It's been out for like three weeks. It and has. definitely it's a bingeable show. Beyond. Okay, so if you are like us and you have... Questions. Been, yeah, wondered about all the people, the real life people who are depicted in this new limited series. BuzzFeed put together some information that blew my mind. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to not start with the Anna Delvey. The we already guilty. talked about yeah. her because we did all that. Let's talk about Jessica Pressler, who played Vivian Kent, the reporter who's played by Anna Chomsky in the TV mm-hmm. show. Okay. Jessica. The real life woman, yes. her name is Vivian, in the show. In May 2018, her article called Maybe She Had So Much Money She Lost Track of It was published in The Cut. And she was pregnant at the time she was reporting the same thing that we see in the show. About a month after her article was published, Jessica began talk. So this is May 2018, with Netflix and Shonda Rhimes. Based on her article. In cut. To turn it into a limited series. Wow. So okay. a month later. June of 2018. Wow. She then went on to write at New York Magazine. Uh, and she got a promotion from the cut. Yes, got to Went to New York Magazine. Then she did stories for GQ, Bandy Fair, blah, blah, blah. All these other places. And in 2019, her other famous... Uh, Cut article, so she was still writing for Cut in 2019, was a story called The Hustlers at Scores, which was turned into the movie The Hustlers, starting really? J-Lo, Constance really? Wu. So both Great of her movie. stories. Just like in Inventing Anna, a fictionalized version of Jessica was in Hustlers, and she was played by Julia Stiles. Mm-hmm. And for inventing Anna, Jessica, who's Anna plays Anna Chomsky plays in the series, mm-hmm. was a producer. And according to Anna, Jessica herself attended every table read for all nine episodes. She also vi- visited Anna Sorokin alongside Julia Garner, who plays the fake German heiress, Anna Sorokin, Julia Garner. And they got to watch as Julia Garner, a.k.a. Ruth from Ozark, spoke to Anna about the accent she was planning sure. to use for inventing Anna. And this June, Jessica's book titled Bad Influence 
money lies power in the world that created Anna Delvey will be released. Grant, she's looking at me. No, I'm not saying we have to have her on, but I'm just saying a book is coming. Sure. I'm not surprised, and I'm not surprised that she went to every reading as, you know, being, you know, she sold the story. I, I'm but, not but surprised. Unusual. Well, she was so compulsive, obsessive. Now, I'm not the surprised. girl played by Katie Lowe's, the scammed friend, the one who gets stuck with the $62,000 bill. That worked for Vanity Fair. Her name is Rachel. She uh, was paid $300,000 by Simon & Schuster for her book, My Friend Anna, which elaborated on her Vanity Fair article. She was then paid 35000 by HBO, for a project Lena Dunham was going to do, but that deal's since gone on. She's criticized the show because she does come off like a villain. She's looks horrible in it. And we didn't like that part of it. No. The largest lighting oh, show in the go. Midwest oh, and 